All right, welcome back to another episode of the Fast Break Lab NBA podcast. Uh, it's your boy Samuel. We got our good friend Jalil here. Jalil, say what's, what's up, up to the people. What's up? Hey, everybody. Thank you for having me. And we got Rico back this week. Rico, say what's up. Yo, what's good, y'all? We got Kev back this week. Morning, morning. Good night, good afternoon. And Dev's back, as he was last week. Um, Yo. Before we get started, um, make sure y'all subscribe. Um, give us five stars. Thanks. Five. And check out the website. Check out the website, thefastbreaklayup.com. Put out some new content this week. Check it out. Tune in. Um, so Kev, Ja, and Rico, I didn't get y'all opinion on um All Star Weekend. I I I, I, t- I spoke about it with um Dev last week, but we didn't get to hear y'all y'all opinion. So. Quick, quick thoughts on last week's All-Star Weekend? Uh, I feel like it was actually pretty fun this year, not going to lie. Uh, I feel like the three-point contest was pretty good. I didn't expect Buddy Hill to show up. But That's your did. boy. <laughs> <laughs> so he did. <laughs> and then dunk contest, we already know Aaron Gordon got around, but we're not here to discuss it. <laughs> As usual. Yeah. And then the game was fun. We actually was competing, so that was good. All right, Ja, go ahead. Uh, before I start, before I start, I just want to let everybody listening to know, you know, it's my boy Kev's birthday coming up in a couple hours, so make sure everybody Facts. go wish him a little something. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Boy turns big to one. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Big 21. Back to, the, back to the basketball. I thought it was a good all-star week. I didn't feel like they really needed to change the format to make it more aggressive in terms of everyone playing hard. I just feel like because in light of what happened, not too long before the All-Star break and what Kobe meant, not only to the All-Star game, but the NBA. I feel like everybody came out with a sense of urgency. I'm not going to guarantee that every year because I feel like it's going to come to a point where some people are like, they don't care about it some years or they got other things going on. Like Some people are going to have big contract years and they're not ready to risk their body in the All-Star game. True. Like I, feel like, I feel like playing to a score, though, helps contribute to the competitiveness. Because, like, when you see a number that you have to target, it makes you want to play harder to get it over with, at least, I think, with uh-huh. certain people. So I feel like that will make it, that will keep it competitive. And they said they'll keep the, um, the target score thing for, for years to come, so. So is it going to be 24 plus whatever awkward mathematical they don't, formula they don't, they use? They don't know yet. They did do the, because originally when Chris Paul proposed it, the original thing was going to be 35 points, which was which were, which I think would be way too long. We already saw what 24 points did. And the game ran on for like that quarter alone. The fourth quarter alone was 39 minutes. No timeouts, no commercials, nothing. So imagine with 39 minutes of straight basketball. Yeah, it was 39 minutes of straight basketball the fourth quarter. I like that. I mean, that's, it sounds nice. It does. It sounds entertaining. Commercially, it was you know, all that type defense. of stuff. They got subs if they tired, bro, so... Either way, they okay. didn't do subs though. They kept the same five on the court for both sides. So, um, my opinion, I can give my opinion now. Or... Of course. All right. So, first of all, justice for um Aaron Gordon. Facts. I believe he, he he's if not one, at least two trophies. You know, at least the last one because he did the best thing I ever saw in my life. I nearly lost my life when he did it. The three sixty um, off the side of the backboard, right? Yeah, that that was just 
Yeah. I don't know, bro. Derrick Jones yeah. Jr. pulled off some crazy lob, too. I know. They were doing the same dunks and stuff. I was like, all right. It, at one point, the judges did drag it by giving um, Derrick Jones a 55 the same dunk Aaron did. But I was like, all right, bro. I'm let it rock. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Now, um, my other opinion, um, I still believe Bradley Bill should have been in the All-Star game. Mm, I understand um, why you said that. True. I'm upset that he wasn't there. But I believe he still should have been there. I'm happy that Booker made it, though. I am happy he made it. So um, who you sending? So who you sending? Bradley Beal instead of? Huh. Oh my he's God! Sending, he's, sending, he's sending Kyle Lowry home. I already know it. <laughs> this, but Mr. but Mr. to Kev's Lowry. to Kev's point, Kyle Lowry made the game type interesting at the end. Like yes, and, and, he sold and, the, and he sold the bag. So he did sell. Yeah. He sold but, the bag. Geez, so what? He sold. He sold by by fouling AD and basically giving Kyle AD Lowry. free the free yeah, points to win the game. Height. Can any of y'all guard Anthony Davis? No, nah, don't bro. do that, Dev. We're not in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, don't do that, bro. Right, that would mean go foul him, bro. That would mean to go foul him. Nah, especially I, uh, bonus, no. when you I'm with Dev on this To his one, credit, bro. though, bro, like, it's pull your AD. Arm, like, pull your jersey or something. He just got caught. To his he credit, come. though, AD did miss the first one, so who knows if he made if he missed the second one? Then we'd be like, all right, then Kyle Lowry was valid. Like it wouldn't matter. Okay, but, you're right. But, but we all know he wasn't going to do that. He told us he missed the first one on purpose, so. Eh, I don't believe that. It was a clean miss, but I think that's the highest know, pressure man. moment that 80s been in. So don't nah, even do that. Nice. Nice. That's not nice. <laughs> that's not nice. <laughs> he about I really think so. Finals this year, though, so don't even do that. I so we'll see stuff. him do it in a higher pressure moment then. But that was, I think, the highest pressure moment he's been in. So, my in other opinions not gonna hold you. My other opinions are at least All Star Weekend. Um, halftime shows are just doo doo. Um, Daniel Lillard should never perform oh, ever again at any halftime show. Who's the like, artist? There's too many artists. It was Chance, there. right? It's Chance, yeah, bro. Yeah. There are too oh, many talented oh. artists. Wait, didn't he perform Ultralight Beam without Kanye? Yeah, that yeah. was bad. Yeah, you don't do that. Ooh. Please, I mean, there's, there's too many Kanye artists. Was, Kanye was Corsair. Kanye could have hopped on in stage. In his city, bro. In his city. They probably yeah, tried to get Kanye. Nah, Kanye probably was like it's not a gospel song, so I'm not singing it. That's no, Ultra Light Beam is a gospel song, bro. Yeah, well, it is. Well, maybe, maybe, I don't know. He's moving funny. They, pay, they probably wasn't even going to pay him, that's why. They probably, they probably didn't give him a big enough bag that he wanted. Yeah, they wasn't giving him a bag for it. That has to be the reason. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, um, Kev, you done with um, All-Star Thoughts? Um, Yeah, I just hope Aaron go. Well, yeah, Aaron Gordon again, he's not going back, so... He's not competing yeah. anymore. So, and John Morant said he's not competing. So. Oh yeah, I, oh yeah. One thought I do gotta say is Luca's a monster. Luca's a monster. Yeah. Rising stars. And Trey Young is a monster. Those yeah. are we'll, get of, we'll get we'll get into Trey Young very shortly. Those actually, are the two so. best sophomores I ever see in my life. But we can continue on. All right. Um. So let's get into some headlines from this week. Um. We got Coach John Beeline is leaving the coaching position with the Cavs. But he is expected to stay within the organization with a new role. I do want to note in this situation that I found it funny. I don't know if y'all remember the thugs slug situation earlier this year. Um, ever since then, the Cavs have actually been playing songs with the word thugs in it around him. And I guess he's been oblivious <laughs> to it, but they've been doing it to him ever since. And they feel like they said that they just feel like that's their way to like just let him know like they, they haven't forgot about it or anything like that. But that's anyway, the, it is petty, but it's kind of deserved. I mean, he never earned the respect of even the veterans in that locker room. Like, 
You got to earn the respect of what the vet. Veterans? Then you get the respect. Tristan Thompson, Kevin Love. Love. What, bro? I'm not jacking Tristan Thompson. If Kevin you want to say Kevin Love, he's a vet. He's a he's vet. Not a veteran veteran implies he's not Tristan a vet. Thompson, he's just he's a, a nigga vet in that locker court. room. He's one of the oldest players on that team. I feel like a veteran has experience, though. And what he the does, f- he's been to like four or five finals. Bro, can we stop saying stuff like that? Can we stop saying stuff like that? Because when you start to say things like "no," because when you start to say things like "yo," Tristan Thompson has had finals appearances. No, Tristan Thompson was on a team that went to the finals, and so he appeared in the finals. Bro, he wasn't Let's not make it sound. He wasn't even in the post. I'm not gonna lie, though. I don't think it's that he appeared in the finals. He was in the finals. Like he played, like he played meaningful did, did minutes. Play like he was in the finals. No, bro, he was, he got, he was there. He got babied in the paint. I'll say that, but I mean, sounds about not... Tristan fucking Thompson. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but anyways, he is a vet in that locker room, and when you when you're a new coach on the scene, especially coming from college. You mm-hmm. can't run the organization. You can't run your team like a college team when you have vets no, on the team that have been to absolutely the finals. not. It's not even that. Exactly. You're talking about grown men now. They're not. You can scream at somebody who's 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. You yeah, can scream at no 30-year-old man. Exactly. That's that's the whole issue with the vets on that team, like Kevin Love, and unfortunately, he is a vet, Tristan Thompson. But, um, yeah, they he just didn't – John John Beeline didn't earn their respect, so – he was out of there and they, they weren't even they weren't even going to him when they had like questions or issues. Like all the players would go to the the, the assistants, like like Bickerstaff, who is taking over. This is his yeah. third interim stint now. He took over for the Grizzlies a couple years ago and he took over for the Rockets when they fired Kevin McHale. So this is his third time, hopefully third time's the charm for him. But yeah, the um the players have been listening to him. They talk to him when they have an issue with something instead of going to the head coach. So that tells you all that, that you need to know about what was going on in that organization. Also, one last thing to add on is Andre Drummond came from Detroit, and we all know how bad Detroit's been. And he said that Cleveland is worse than Detroit. So, and he <laughs> said that Andre Alfred, Drummond to make such a claim, though? He's been in Detroit. That's who he is. But it's like, mm, I feel like you trying to, you know, you being from one bad organization and then going, oh, this one is worse. <laughs> can you even really it's say that, though? though bro. That How can you say toxic, that, though, bro? though? Even if you want to call the Cavs all of these things, they at least won a championship. Can we okay, get that? Okay, LeBron won them a championship. Okay, fine. You're absolutely right. LeBron <laughs> won them a championship. But at the end of the day, what are we going to do? Pretend like in 2016 they ain't win? They won, so they at least got something to hang their hat on. But to be truthfully honest, the thing about the Cleveland Cavaliers is that they really just rely on LeBron as their main source of success oh, and income. And nothing without LeBron James. And literally, literally, nothing. literally nothing, Kevin. Literally nothing. So they're okay with being bad because they already won their chip. No, they pretty much. Like the last yeah, five years, bro. Kevin Love got their chip. The rest of the <laughs> And bums. They Wait, they legitimately won a championship. So this time they rebuild. They know that. Yeah, they lost their star. Like that's how every every team goes. Yeah, you win your chips and you restart. But then they time to rebuild. Then they take Anthony Bennett. So it's like, <laughs> I'll never forget that one. That one was crazy. What more can they do, bro? 
All right, let's move on to. Um... They, they really thought they had one with that one. <laughs> they really did. <laughs> they really they, yeah, had they, they had it in the first half, bro. After some of the league was like, good. Yo, who is this? Yeah, no one knew he was. That's crazy. Like, I'm not gonna say nobody knew who he was because I fake knew. I fake knew who he was. I just wasn't sold on on how high he went. And there was a couple of decent people in that draft that they could have had. Now that's one of the worst drafts of all time. That is one of the worst draft classes, and it reminds me of. I don't want to say that was the best person that draft. That was 2013, I think it was. Wasn't that the year? No, it wasn't 13. Nah, I think, wasn't I think it was like 14 15. or 15. It was then it wasn't 12. 12? Let me see. I'm going to check right now. Oh, Yo, man. I'm not far back. Anthony Bennett, hold up. You're doing some horrible 2013. Podcast, 13. I was about to say, I'm not too off. 2013. Yeah. 2013 is probably the worst class of basketball players I've seen in the class. Who was the, who was the second and third pick? Second was Oladipo. That All class right. actually wasn't that bad when you go further deeper into it because you got Giannis, you got Stephen Adams, you got Rudy okay. Gobert. I forgot about Giannis the, in there. The draft was a little bit better going towards the bottom half of it. All I got to say yeah. is the top... Wasn't the Jokic top in that draft players? too? Um, I... Or was he 2013? No, nah, Jokic was not in this draft. You know what's crazy? In this draft, all like the best players now all came later. The top 10 players are all real players. Yeah, you got Dennis Schroeder in this draft. You got Giannis. You got... um. CJ McCollum, Trey Burke. Oladipo is solid. Yeah, Oladipo's been an all-star, so, yeah. yeah. He's the only other solid one. But otherwise, after the first, like, out of the whole 10, he's the only solid one that's been an all-star. Yo, Oladipo was solid at the time. Yeah, he became something later on now. Oh, no. so. He definitely became something better. All right, let's get into Houston. Um, We got... um, They sticking with this no-bigs lineup, and they picked up Damari Carroll and Jeff Green off the waiver wire. because it's Jeff working. Green, it is working. I'll give them that. Wait, I'm sorry. What Nobody team? Gonna believe it. Um, the Houston Rockets. Dear goodness, it's not gonna work. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna work long term in the postseason. Playoff time, and it really depends on how they shoot. That's it's matchups they too. They, they get more. I mean, they don't play some of the toughest centers in the league already. True. I mean, yeah, yes, they can get lucky with a like a softer matchup, but it's just or a hot to, like, if, they, <clears throat> if they make their shots or not. Yeah, but we all seen what happens when they get really, really, really cold in the playoffs. You live and die by it. We've seen, we've seen both ends of the spectrum, but I think at this point, it, it, it literally boy Because the thing about playoffs is you have to be consistent throughout the finite amount of games you have. And that's especially the as problem you go, with as, the Rockets. Especially as you go deeper and deeper. They don't take advantage of the games that they have. For example, weren't they up 3-2 against the Warriors that year when they... Last year. That yeah, they were up. Here? They were up. They were no. They were up. Um, they were up three one. No, I'm walling three, three two. two. It was yeah. three two, and then they lost three the two last the year two. before. Yeah, yeah CP three oh. ain't play one game, and then they shot like I think oh for twenty nine from three or some shit. Can I? Oh, mm-hmm. for twenty seven. So wait, how did the Rockets lose last year then? It was um. Katie went fun. out in game. Katie went, went out in game five. Katie went out game five. Five, and then they lost. And then game six. Steph went scoreless first half, and then second half he went off for like thirty three, and then they couldn't stop him, and then they they lost like that. This is what I'm saying. Like you, you, what what is the identity of the Houston Rockets? And when you the going gets the three. tough, yeah, three yeah but when the going two. gets tough, how can you stand by that if the threes aren't falling? What you want to do if you're identity? That's their philosophy. I mean, bro, you got to think about it. They lost to the team. That made it to the finals every year. Yeah, that's a legitimate point too. Like, that's the only. I mean, I feel like if they play anybody else would have been a wrap. 
But you can't say if you play anybody else. You have that's the point of the playoffs. The point of the playoffs is that you're playing the best team. Yeah, and you're not only the best team, but the team in front of you. A team is not in order right now. Do you think they could beat the Lakers like this? For real? They've been the Lakers. Not nah, I don't see it that wasn't the game. question though. That wasn't the question. Can't they beat the Lakers? Um, I feel like it's in possible. I don't think series. they're gonna beat the Lakers. I think it is possible though. I just don't see it happening. You got playoff Braun and you got AD looking for a chip. I think with uh, all the low managers that the NBA has, I feel like it really depends on Anthony Davis and um Russell Westbrook. Yeah, Russell Westbrook, as long as he's not shooting threes, I realize he's not shooting threes to start winning games. Yeah, Yeah, that was the key. Russell became kind of like, Russell became kind of their point center in a way because he's the one that's like rolling to the rim now. He's the one that gets all the paint points. I think he's been, I saw a stat the other day. He's been averaging like 21 paint points per game in like the last month or so. And that's what he has to do for the rest of the season if they want to be successful. He can't be shooting. Come on now. I mean, when you're going up against those streets in LA. Here's the thing. What tree is Russell? Yo, Russell's not scared to climb no tree, bro. Of course not. It's not about being scared, Kev. It's not about being scared. In the playoffs, the refs swallow their whistle. We all know this. Nah, but Russell Westbrook, you're going to see that, bro. Yo, Sammy, you're going to have to pick a different phrase. Yeah, bro. (laughs) Come on. I know. (laughs) I know. But I'm telling you, that's that's what the refs do. The refs, they don't blow no, their lying. whistle in the playoffs, especially when guys, when they see what people are trying to do. Like, I don't know if y'all remember last year. Remember when Houston was so upset about those yes, threes? Yes, and, and James Harden is literally just, not getting back on defense. Like, they're jumping they're jumping into their opponents, trying to, get fa- trying to bait the refs into fouls. And the refs saw that, and they were like, we're not calling that anymore. Like, nah, it's what, playoff what time, buddy. doesn't make sense. It's like you can't give them fouls in regular season and not try to and not them. give it to them in the playoffs because that's that, that's inconsistent. Nah, that's it's playoff basketball, bro. True, I'm but it's playoff basketball. You don't want to see whistles every time. But if you get fouled, you get fouled. You deserve a free throw. You gotta remember, even for ratings, even ratings wise, because there's a point where I remember these guys another series with OKC in Miami, bro. Like LeBron legitly fouled KD on his fifth foul, and they did not give it to LeBron. And they did. The ratings gonna go down, etc., etc. And they give it to Chris Bosh. Mind you, Chris Bosh did not touch Kevin Durant. So that's why they wouldn't do stuff like that. Did they review it? Huh? I don't think did I don't think replay, I don't think review was in that. They, it wasn't no nah, they did review it. That's a funny they, they looked at the play, they saw the they saw the file and they still gave it to Chris Bosch because LeBron had five fouls, bro. It's for the entertainment. True. It's for entertainment. They owe a lot of players some rings. Yeah. That's the case. Because you can't do that. You got to stay consistent with your foul goals. Like, a foul is a foul. If it's, if, he, if he's not getting fouled in the regular season, why would you do that? And you got to understand, too. Because regular season matters, right? There's a lot of stuff right? in the NBA, like, gambling that goes matter. on. So, I, that's, I believe. That's part, of the, that's part of the reason why it's called playoff basketball. Like, it's a whole different ball game. Not yeah, as people should be. The only thing that should be different is the stake, bro. But I actually have a question. do that because they're trying to – they're forcing certain teams to have a whole new game plan. That's not consistent at all. Like, for the Rockets, that does not work for them. They what doesn't work for the Rockets? Basketball. The refs giving them fouls in the regular season and not in the playoffs. If it's a foul. Mm-hmm. F- nah. It's still super, superstar treatment, etc. So, I have a question about the playoffs for you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the NFL has been talking about changing their playoff system. And in the NFL, the first and second seed for each conference get a bye week. How mm-hmm. would you feel about perhaps the NBA 
taking it allowing from eight playoff teams to seven and oh. allowing the first seed for each conference to get a bye. And then after the bye week, they play the lowest remaining seed. No. Nah. I, no. So I say do one, one through 16, you know why I say but no bye. No I say no bye. Through, so wait, 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 hold on, Kev, before you start, because Dev said one through 16. So when you say one through 16, that means you'd have to rank all of the playoff teams regardless of conference? Yeah, nah, regardless of conference, but no bye. The problem with that, Dev, is that during the regular season, some t- the West teams and East teams don't play each other enough. So, like, the the strength of schedules don't balance out. So, the rankings wouldn't balance yeah, out. Yeah, but the strength of schedule... Yeah, you have, have, to, you have to change the schedule around. That's what I'm saying. You'd have to change the schedule so each team plays at least each other three times. And then you have to make up for travel and for all those other accommodations. That's Man, why that's why the league's been sports athlete and they pay No, that's why the league dollars, has been bro. that's why the league has been the league wanted to do it but the owners and all the players are like it's not going to work out because of certain stuff. Listen, I say I got two games against each other it's a tie break and then one team just got to get the higher ranking. They're probably going to play each other it. if it's a tie break. No, I feel like there's mad stuff you can look at for tiebreakers like head-to-head records, conference records, division records. Like, yeah. there's no way that the that the two teams that are involved in a tiebreaker split the game one and one, got the same exact record, same home record, same road record, same conference record, same division record. So the tie is going to break. I just feel like with the buys, it gives one an incentive to play hard during the regular season for an extra. That's where the midseason tournament was coming in. But I want to mention, we, but that's more more the, the midseason tournament would no, it would it would require a po- a point system like in soccer. You know how the soccer teams have the midseason tournaments that lead up to points for the ultimate tournament at the end of the season. That's I what they want to sort of propose towards. See, I I, I don't want to explain it now because. We got so much other stuff to talk about right, right now, but yeah, okay. I'll, I'll hit I'll hit you up after and, and show you about it. Okay, I don't know. Um, I feel I feel like basketball deserves a buy. I don't know. It it would be it would it would be it would be something new, and people would probably not like it at first, but maybe they would probably warm up to it later on if they see that it's something that works. Um, let's get into Reggie Jackson. He signed with the Clippers after <laughs> being bought out by the um by the Lakers, but not what am I saying by the Pistons? Pistons? Um. So do we think the Clippers are too deep? No. There's no such thing as too deep. I don't think there's no such thing as being too deep, but deep in general, yeah. Yeah, that team is really Too deep as in, I mean, like, they have um, too many guys to figure out minutes for, and you know during playoffs they usually cut down rotation. Mm, I was was also saying no to that because Doc Rivers is that coach. Doc Rivers has been doing it for years. No, because everybody coming together because they know they're a contender. But they've been having some issues lately, and I mean issues as in, like, not like I would say chemistry issues a little bit, but like mm-hmm. we you know haven't seen this team at full at full strength. And I I kind of spoke about Kev with this on on social media uh like earlier today that like the whole thing with Kawhi getting criticized this year, it's not entirely his fault because the team has never been at full strength. Like there's always someone hurt. Like right now, Paul George has had his like third hamstring injury in like the last five or six weeks. We got Pat Bev. He's always been hurt now on and off week, week in, week out with this wrist, with this wrist thing. And now it's like a calf thing or a hamstring thing. Like it's always something with him too. So it's like, when will the Clippers have time to like really mesh all these pieces together? Because they picked up Marcus Morris too, as well. Personally, I'm not, I'm not buying all these injuries. Mm. What do you mean you're not buying it? You don't believe they're already hurt? It is load management. 
I'm with it's load management in a way, but I feel like they are injured, especially Paul George. I mean, we've seen Paul George in the past. He can get. We already know what Nick, I would say. He, he can get his Knicks and bruises here back, and there. Like, right. He's he trying to come back every other game, but like the Pat Bev and stuff like that, I'm not really, I'm not buying it too much. I think they're all just trying to remain healthy. Because it's not like teams don't respect the whole um, load management. Wherever yeah. Kawhi go, they respect it. Yeah. And they see that's how you win. I don't know. I, I, Pat Bev has been like this the whole year. So I think it's really something that, like, he's really just been getting nicked up. Because we've seen him play out, play you through. Know, um, Pat plays hard every game. So he's, yeah. about right. he's about to get injured. So for yeah. George's sake, he just going through surgery and other stuff. So I'm going to let him rock. Like, I know mm-hmm. he just came out of rehab and et cetera. So. I don't know. I, I feel like I agree with the point that these little nicks and bruise injuries are gonna add up when it's time because one, they're gonna they're gonna be in the midst of the playoff five. Being a four and being a four or five, maybe six seed is l- well, maybe. I don't yeah, think I don't think as far as between six, three maybe and like four six. or five, three and four nah, or five. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna count them out of six yet, but mm. I think three to six are the hardest seeds to win. The 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 ultimate from like whatever it is, no matter the sport, football, basketball. I think if you got to come from seeds three through six, it's it's that much harder because, because you face like the, one the way the bracket sooner. is set up. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely like that with the four or five seed. Because if if the Clippers go four or five, they might get a decent first round, like maybe Utah or the Rockets. Then after that, they're gonna have to play what the, the Lakers, Lakers in the second round, the Clippers in the third round, and then potentially Milwaukee in the finals. I don't think that they're going to have the energy to put up with a physical series after physical series after physical series because Milwaukee is going to be physical. The Clippers, they're going to play a physical brand of basketball, and L.A. is L.A. They got a lot of big guys, and if you want to compete with them, you you got to stay physical. That's just what it is. I just, I don't know. I don't think Doc Rivers is as good as everyone promotes, and I'll leave it with that. (laughs) You think he, you think he's still riding the high of the 08 championship? He is still riding the high of the 08 championship because there was no reason that those Los Angeles Clippers with Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, in as deep as they were because they were super deep too. They were super deep and they sold the bag year after year after year. No, they lost to the Rockets. They lost to the Warriors. No, but I'm telling you, that Rockets Rockets series was devious. That Rockets series was devious because they were up 3-1, and they up like 20 at home, and they let um, Josh Smith and Corey Brewer pull up mad threes on them and come back with James Harden on the bench. Yeah, I remember. Corey Brewer? Yeah, Corey Brewer and Josh Smith. They were just pulling. They were pulling. He was dead hot that season. I think he had a (laughs) point in that season, too. No, they were pulling that. They were pulling that game, but yeah. Nah, Josh I'm saying. was that dude at a point. Corey Brewer was, but never. not at that point. That point, he was like on the buyout market, and the Rockets just picked him up. So, speaking yeah. of these um buyout markets and free agencies, yeah, what do you guys think the best move was? Um, you talking about just the buyouts? Yeah, no, the buyout. Um, more like the tr- the trade buyout and deadline. trade deadline. Yeah, the trades. I would definitely say the Capella because they they um. They're complying to their stars' needs. The uh-huh. Capella for the Hawks, and then the um the Morris for the Clippers. Okay, yeah, I Morris feel like was the Clippers, a solid move for the Clippers. Clippers just added aggression, and somebody who's having like one of their best seasons. Okay, and they what got you, like nobody. Mo Harkless, who is that? Yeah, and a you couple first round picks. 
Yeah. Ooh, but they don't need the first round pick, so it's like whatever. Um trade wise, I think I don't know. I can't that that D Russ and Wiggins trade is is an iffy one. It's a toss up for right now because we don't know. It, it, no, it's definitely a toss up. Because I don't know who's gonna win or lose in that situation. I think D Lo's gonna play way better with Cat. I think that's better for the um, I think Warriors. I think it's low-key better for the um the Timberwolves, though, because... The Timberwolves, they have a duo, but they got so much more to figure out. Yeah, we, we, we spoke about that in the last pod after the trade deadline. Remember, we were talking about how Minnesota, that's not, like, D'Lo's not going to fix all their problems right away. Like, they have of so much not, more to figure out. D'Lo's not going to fix any of it the starts problems. It starts that bench, too, but their starting lineup yeah. is not the worst when they're all healthy. Cause they I, don't, really, I don't know, Kev. I don't know. Why not? Because, listen, Busy was a sticky pickup. For sure, Malik Beasley. Yeah, he was. He was. He's good, but it's like in the West, is that good enough? I was about to say. Right. I mean, listen. So far, his last few games, he put up twenty. Like I think. Yeah, he's been averaging twenty-three points per game since he got to Minnesota. See, so, so he's he's working. He's he's working. That's a that's a new. But it's like there's been like no D'Lo, no Cat for some games, so he has to put up those numbers. So it's like. But you also mm-hmm. have to remember, to a certain degree, there are some weakened NBA teams and very young teams in the NBA. It's not like Minnesota has just been trying to make this with Cat just start working today. Yeah, They've been, been trying to make this work for a really long time. And it, it well, just really? Hasn't the reason why that trade will really work out in their favor is because Cat is going to resign. Cat has already resigned. He's there, he's there for five more years. I feel you like see? with that trade, they just put two people where they want it to be. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's really what it is. So that's, it helps both of the teams, especially with morale, because I don't think Wiggins and Cat really mix together, too. It of wasn't working out. Everybody's seen it wasn't working out. Wiggins so, Russell, not happy put, to be there. Listen, he, he went to go greet Russell with a jersey for him, bro, at the airport. So, yeah, that's his bestie. Like they knew each other for exactly. Long. So, if anything, yeah. that trade. Well, I don't think. Out. But Kev, remember we spoke on this. I said I don't think just because you got your bestie on the team, like I don't, I don't think D'Angelo Russell is gonna hold Cat accountable on defense, which is what he needs to do. I mean, that's just a little Butler. more personal. We don't, we don't yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But no, now we saw it with Jimmy and Thibs. And teams actually bring out defense. Like you, I've seen certain players go to another team and, and like the defense is way better. So maybe, but I think that's also a maybe at the same time. I don't think the Russell's interested in playing defense. But nope. So he's not gonna hold yeah. his man's accountable for it. So I just feel like Devin Book is on his way. No, the Suns have such a beautiful young core. Yeah, they got a good team. They got a good thing going right now. And two of the three players that he wanted to play was on the one team, team right now. now. Yeah. But think about it like this: they have Aiton right now, who is low key about to be cat. He's low key about to be a cat. And then he's you got a, he's Oubre, a good lately. wing, a good wing defender. And then you got Devin Booker at the helm. I just feel like they're a couple of pieces away. A point guard. They definitely need a new head coach. And then they yeah, Rubio gotta go. I think a something. Guard, guard, and, and, no, I think I think Monty Williams is valid. Monty Williams no. is actually pretty valid. See, this but year. here's the thing. I think what goes underrated in the NBA is is the front coach. office. The front office. I feel like mm. no, the front office head to toe. The Suns have established a losing culture. They're just one yeah. of those teams who are losers. And mm-hmm. I feel like the only way you can remedy that is when you start up. You got to dig out the roots to get the whole tree up. So you got to start with everybody at top. You got to get everybody. You got to get everybody else out. You need a new front office. Because as long as you keep the same same losers, 
who are losing with Charles Barkley, they're going to do the same thing right now. Offices, they're stubborn. They don't want to leave. And their owners don't want to fire them because it's like they got to go through the whole process over again. It's something so so tedious. That's why we see the Bulls. Their front office has been the same, and it sucked for a while. Garbage. Knicks, they suck. Like, we've seen some of Bulls. these teams. Exactly. But they don't want to do it because it's something that takes a lot of work, and some owners, they just don't care. Like, But see, but the Knicks, you... the Knicks are still producing James Dolan $4 billion a year, so he does not like... care. Of course he doesn't care because he's making the chicken. But he's, like, think about he's it like making this. money they're whether they win teams. or lose, so he doesn't care. So, but there are actual teams where in the last three years they have made such a turnaround. It's ridiculous. Like, let's take the Hawks for a legitimate example. Mm-hmm. They are like two seasons away from being the three, four, five seed in the East. Maybe I even two. Maybe even a season with Capella being fully healthy and those guys develop. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Capella, Collins, John Collins, DeAndre Hunter. Trey Young, who do they still have? What's his name? Reddish. I like, no, oh, Cam Reddish too. Reddish I like Kevin better Huerta. too. I like Kevin Huerta. Actually, Kevin Herter, he's good. Actually, let's talk about the Hawks. Actually, because I have this on the agenda. Um, Trey Young dropped fifty against Miami. First game back from All Star break. Usually, that's a usually that's a game that like some players they're just getting back into their rhythm. They're right. kind of like janky with their flow. They're not going to have such right. a great game. But Trey Young came he out, had, dropped he had fifty. That month on the calendar. Yeah, he did, because we saw after the game, he had those receipts saved from when Jimmy Butler was like, <laughs> that boy could tell the future. And Trey was like, you're right, I can't tell the future. I just saw a little bit further ahead. But, yeah, he got um 50 on them. Cam Reddish played a great game that game. And he had a really? very clutch steal at the end of the game. And Cam had, like, 20 for himself. Yeah, and he had a clutch steal on Drogic. He ripped the ball from him, and then he dunked it to take the lead. And then um, Hunter hit a clutch three as well. So those two rookies, they've been coming into their own. Um, and yeah, their team is looking solid at All Star break. I mean, I think they're like two and zero or three and zero since All Star break came back. So mm-hmm. they getting into their flow with their with their with their young. I feel like if Collins didn't get suspended, they would have made the AC. I Probably, I'd yeah. put them over the um the Magic. I oh, definitely put them over the Magic as well. See, but that's another that and and it's like these things reinforce the points I'm trying to make is like these teams stay with the same front office and, and nothing ever changes from it. It's not until you start to uproot that, that mm-hmm. you can get that type of difference. Like even a rap, how long has Mr. Ujiri been in there? Masai you know? Ujiri, he's been there since like, I think 2014, 2015, I believe maybe like, 2014. And he just came in and they, all they did was basically give up DeMar DeRozan. But their development system is very good because if you see the players that came through their G League system, Fred Van Vliet, Siakam, Chris Boucher, Terrence Mm -hmm. Davis, they got a very good development system over there in Toronto. So that's also part of it. But I feel like another thing is they're taking risk on G League players. And I don't, I'm not going to say that enough. But it's a smart risk because it's a low financial 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 risk. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, Let's talk about Kyrie. Kyrie's out Dear with the shoulder, shoulder surgery. Um, <laughs> so wait, can I, I say something Kyrie now? Like can, hold on. Can I say something now? So I yeah. know y'all's on John Wolf for injuries. Why no one's saying nothing about Kyrie Irving? Bro, I'm not here Kyrie Irving for two years, bro. Because he's in Brooklyn. Wait, what happened, Rico? Yo, yo, bro, dad, Kyrie Irving, I'm just... 26 missed games a season, bro. 
Bro, at least he's playing, bro. John Wall, bro, what? Like two years. Bro, yo, yo, first of all, Rico, watch your mouth, Rico. Stop yes, talking about John Wall. I like some John Wall support this week. Hey, man. Bro, John Wall. Tell him we own him, bro. John Wall has some John Wall support now, bro. I gotta stop it, bro. John Wall injured himself at home. He made it, bro. Yo, does not compare. If he didn't have a ring, I would, yo. Word to everything he didn't win. Wait, wait, wait. Kyrie hasn't missed a full season. Yeah, what are y'all, how are y'all comparing this? Bro, he tore his ACL. Give him a break. Exactly, bro. And he missed 20. He also missed a whole season with the money games he's missing, bro. Sit on his day off. On his day off. And his chilling on the couch. On his day off, bro. Are you correct? All right, nah. quick, first of all, first of all, Kev, to your point, no, I've always been Kev. I've always been get, getting on Kyrie for being made out of glass lately because I've always noticed he's always out. Like even when even in his days in Cleveland, huh? what happened? That lately word is important. Yeah, lately it's been like an issue, especially like when he got to Boston. Remember, he was out for that playoff run when Boston was was playing so well without him, and then he um he was injured a lot last year too. And then this year he comes to um Brooklyn. Last year was Boston. No, I'm talking about the year before in Boston when he was Are out for Boston? the whole playoff run. Both years in Boston. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, both years in Boston. He's been hurt a lot. And then um his last his last couple years in Cleveland, he was out a lot too. But early in his career, he was pretty solid. But this has always been something with Kyrie because he, when he came out of Duke, he only played 11 games at Duke because of injury. So it's always been something that has been with Kyrie. It's just not as profound as like with other players because other players, their injuries are more, I guess, long-term. Like when John Wall, when John Wall had tore his Achilles, he was already at home recovering from heel surgery. So then he just made that injury way worse because then he had to recover from the heel surgery and then he had to recover for the torn Achilles, which made his timeline yeah, even less. longer. It's just compensation. You know, when something <laughs> goes wrong, you got to compensate yeah. for that. And then, you I'm, know, I'm sometimes... I'm going to leave, leave that one right there. You know what? <laughs> At least John Wall is a teammate, bro. Kyrie is Thank not you. a teammate, bro. bro. Kyrie is just more like, team. Y'all over right here discredit him for getting injured, bro. Like he don't <laughs> mind you, he just picked up the injury book like that. Bro, I don't Thank you, him for like, getting injured, bro. It's funny to make fun of. I don't do that. I discredit him for getting big by Isaiah Thomas. Now say something. That's a fact. A lot of people have Bro, a lot of friends got that. Celtics had the better bro. team. Like, stop it, son. Bro, our <laughs> starting center was Marcin Gortat. Excuse me. <laughs> bro, we are talking about. Come on, bro. Come on. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on. Marcin Gortat and the name. A lot of friends, bro. Bro, I guess I'm the second best player was Al Horford. That's a fact, really. Like, now, John Wall was arguably the Celtics is better than Marcin Gortat, bro. He's an all star, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Yo, John Wall, second best player was Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill was just developing, bro. Nigga's name is Nene. His name is Nene. Nene, bro. We're talking about Nene. But back to Kyrie news He's out for the rest of this year And it kind of makes sense anyways in, in reality I think we all saw the KD video by now right We saw him working out shooting around in the gym Like KD's yeah. getting back KD's getting back to himself now It's lit That's exactly what he was in I mean yeah. it was the same injury but 
Do y'all really think know. Brooklyn is going to be successful? Because I'm really worried. I'm worried too because you got two guys that are like you got one guy coming off a very serious injury, and you got KD another guy back who's injury prone. KD, I feel like we're gonna be good. I don't know. My whole thing is KD, the whole though. pressure and the politics of being the leader. Yo, if KD's the best player on that team, the second that they lose a game, whether it's his fault or not, they're gonna say it. And once they you got, start telling KD it's his fault, nah, I think I think the blame might still be on Kyrie just for the fun the of blame, it. The media like how to do are you that. gonna? I'm blaming, I'm blaming thing Kyrie. Is, I'm blaming Kyrie. I don't care. If he I'm gonna. But here's the thing, bro. You you can't be the best player on your team and not get the blame. That's just how nah, it it's works. Gonna, it's gonna go. To, it's gonna go to both of them. They used to yeah, it's, it's gonna go to both of them. Yeah, but here's the thing: neither of them are good. They're at They're not good in the media. Handling it, they're horrible. Like that's that's also why I feel like Kyrie came back this season. He oh didn't come God. back this season because he didn't want nobody to yell at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's, that's my whole thing about when they when the rumors of them coming to either New York team started. Because I was like, how are they going to handle the media pressure here? Because, like, the media is all over you when you're in New York. Bro, I mean, it's, it's not just it's the much media, more pressure. It's the people, too. You yeah. can't go nowhere. Don't yeah, walk outside fact. if you lost. If you, you lost can't. and I see you outside, <laughs> you're going to hear it. I'm going to say something. <laughs> Yeah, bro, you, should, you try to get fired on. If I'm an NBA player, I'm booming at you. Bro, if Kyrie got to up it, bro, up it. All, I, all my whole thing is Kyrie. You going to shoot me, but you don't want to get on the court and play? How? How? <laughs> Yo. But, um, yeah, next topic we got is um, Giannis versus the Ben Simmons list Sixers on Saturday. Did anyone catch that game? Oh, I, I, listen, nah, I, I just saw the only reason I take that it off is because I was on 2K. That was what, yo, they were just doing them disgusting. Yeah, they was doing them dirty. The 76ers need to uproot that front office. I'm telling they just, you. They just did. Elton Brand is the brand new, um, the brand what? new GM. Bro, who is that? He's a former Sixers player. was nice at a moment. Yeah, he Bro, was. I'm he not. Was nice. First of all, don't say Hall of Famer, Kev. They let anybody in there. They got Vlade Divac in the Hall of Fame. Vlade Divac was type nice in, in his Vlade early Divac days. And overseas. I'm not hearing that, bro. If you overseas, he might have been. Bro, bro, the, ba- the the Hall of Fame is for everything that you've done basketball-wise, accomplishments, everything. Yeah, that's It's garbage. not just NBA. Two, his numbers ain't even like that. If you want to be real, Tim Duncan's numbers like not like that. But we, I'm not whoa, gonna do this. Whoa, whoa, I'm not whoa, gonna whoa, do this. Whoa, up whoa, whoa, I'm not gonna do this. Up. Yo, Kev, when you get off of this, yo, look up Tim Duncan's numbers. I promise you, they're not crazy. I'm not. They're not super not. crazy, but bro, they're like 19 and nine. Uh, <laughs> he's a, he's a career 19 and nine bro, guy. It's, it's also about impact, though. Impact, yeah, bro. Yeah, you realize that impact. What is it? What did Elton Brand accomplish? Bro, I it's your really whole body of basketball work, not just NBA. It's your yeah, whole bro. body it's, of basketball it's more, work. It's more than basketball than stats, bro. And bro, it's not even that. It's your college. It's your, bro, it's college. It's Olympics. It's overseas. It's everything, bro. It's everything. Nah. I'm about to bring That's up what, Elton Brand's stats, bro. I want I I didn't say he I I wouldn't say he's a Hall of Famer Elton Brand, but he was he was a storied Sixers bro, player because he accomplished. I don't want to hear none of that. Two time NBA All Star and one <laughs> all NBA second team. Get this nigga out of here. Come on now. All right, but anyway, he was a solid player for their team, and they respect him, so that's why, I guess, I don't know what he did um, after retirement that warranted, warranted him getting the front office job, but they did uproot their front office, and that's who they placed in charge. I don't but, like it. 
But I don't like I don't like his move of signing Al Horford because I just don't think he fits with that team at all. I think they just took him so that he could be away from defending from Embiid in the playoffs. Right. They just want him up. not defending Embiid in the playoffs, and that's the um, only. I actually thought Al Horford was gonna fit into that whole lineup. Um. Why? Because he's another shooter and a big mm. that plays defense. He's, he's been just, horrible I mean, this year, having, though, shooting. You know yeah. why he's having a bad season? He's, he is old, bro, and it's Al Horford, bro. It's old, and, and it's Al Horford. Bro, he's Fact. like the last option in the third of London. And he does more on the court. They, just, they like, actually moved him to the bench, too, actually, for a court month. Because, wow. uh, yeah, for some more space. I think that only like, he has spot behind shooting. Joel Embiid. Arguably the number one center in the league. Yeah. Like, the numbers are going to drop drastically, bro. I mean. But his shooting percentages are, like, they're bad. And he hasn't. He said himself, like, he doesn't feel like the fit is all that there anyways. Like, I don't know why they signed him. Who said that? Because they needed yeah. a power forward. And I don't they even see why they paid him all that much, too. $100 million for a 34-year-old center? No, not a 34-year-old center. Al Horford. Say his name. What? Hundred for Al Horford? <laughs> and, and that's my problem with the NBA, now we're just paying anybody to do anything, bro. Because my whole thing is, you gonna give Al Horford a hundred mil for what? I'll put on a pair of sneakers right now and do it for the clout. <laughs> and I'm gonna give you more than what Al Horford is giving you. I don't care what nobody says, bro. <laughs> so it's just, I don't know. I feel like people are getting overpaid a lot in today's NBA. Jalen Brown's overpaid. Mm, Over. I feel like he's paying up to his contract. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's mm-hmm. not. That's 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 disgusting because they're winning games. He's doing his job. Don't do that. When he's not injured, he's producing. He's, he's producing like a twenty. Though. He's like a twenty-plus point per game scorer now. So oh, yeah, so he definitely makes some money for a reason. Overpaid. I would say he was overrated to this season. I give you no, that. not overrated. Overpaid. Over nine. Uh, I don't know because the way the money's been going up in the NBA, you can't really like. I don't think that's a lot for for what he's what he's giving. Yeah, you. but it's like think about it like this. What is what what what, what do we know about the Celtics? Have they don't get they can't get over the hump? Why? I feel like this is their best team in a while. Yeah, they were young. This Look is their like best that. team since the year that Kyrie was out in the playoffs. That year, you make it seem like the Celtics team. haven't been a competitor in the East since the beginning and that, of time. And, that, and LeBron is not in the East no more. Don't forget that, that LeBron is not in the East anymore. Cannot forget that he's in the West now. And that year, that was Jason Tatum's rookie year, and they were. A they couple points away, a couple points away from going to the finals in the first. A couple in, plays, in, in, even a play yeah. away, you could argue. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, but you can't give somebody credit for almost making it because we don't true. do that for. No, we don't. We don't. We don't go. Seeing how young that team was, seeing how young that team was, and how they just put everything together in yeah, a matter they of they regressed the following year. Because Kyrie and Gordon Hayward came back and they tried to yeah, force bro. them in. It's, so. it's, it's called a, now, a big reason why they wasn't too nice their first year is because of Gordon Hayward's injury as well. That too. Gordon Hayward was hot. He came, he, when he came from the Jazz, he came in from, as an all-star. Don't forget that. He got injured as an all-star. He's playing good right now. I'm gonna He's playing good right now, but I'm talking about when they forced was, him back last year. When they forced year. him back, he was still settling in. Like He had, had yeah. a few good games. But, but now they, he's they, like, now you can see that he's comfortable playing again. You can see that now. Before it, it, it didn't seem like he was like I don't know. We all know it wasn't the same Gordon Hayward though. We could see it in course. his game. Um. So I, I guess since we're talking about the the Celtics, before we get to the Celtics, actually, I just want to ask you guys: Can the Bucks get to seventy wins, and should they go for it? Yes, they should go for it. And the nah. reason I say that they should go for it That's is because. Here. 
one, it's good for morale. It has the team feeling good, and it it definitely gives the players something to rally around. And I feel like in the hard and trying parts of the season, finding something to keep Striving the players' for. minds fresh and working, but still also in a grind type of mode, is important. But I mean, it does it doesn't really count for too much. But I think being one of the very few seventy win teams is an accomplishment by all stretch of the means. Um, but I feel like it's not going to mean nothing if they don't take it all the way. If they don't go to the finals, you would have won 70 games for absolutely zero reason. Yeah, True. I want to add on to what you said. Like, I agree with everything you said about, like, morale and all that. But also, I feel like they have something to prove. They're one of those teams that have something to prove now. Because, I mean, right now, they're just looking like regular season Warriors. And then when yeah. it comes to the playoffs, I mean, they did lose to what? So the Rockets. No, nah, that was even them that lost. I mean, the Rockets are, they're not even regular season Warriors. Like, they'd be, like, third, fourth seed. The Rockets is just living a dime. That's a whole. That's a whole another team right there. I don't know. I feel like losing to the losing to the team that goes is what the Rockets do, and I feel like that's the same problem with the Bucks. They just can't beat that team. I that thought this the Bucks lost to the Bucks. Oh, they did lose to Kawhi. They, they lost, they to, lost the to the Rockets. They, they got swept. That was their first. They, they didn't got get swept. swept. No, nah, they lost they four two. They were up two zero. No, and then they no lost but they lost four games. straight games. Yeah. So that's, so that's why what happens when yeah when your game plan don't work. Their game plan is Giannis. And Kawhi figured it out. They they put a defensive player of the year on him. It, it happens. Like, it really do. If they got swept, that's a different story, though. Oh, snap. Nah. You're going to drop 32 tonight? Really? No, that's right. No, no. Nah, Dad. Yo, Dad, I'm going to need you to drop 32. Dad, who dropped 32? Don't even guess. Hello. That's right. On to, on to uh, the who's next favorite? topic. Take that back for me now. On to the next Thank topic. You. Thank you. Don't say anything. But anyways, back back to what we were saying. Um, Back to what we were saying. Um, what were we saying? We were talking about the Bucks going for seventy, right? Um, they do have, they do have, sort of have something to prove, but at the same time, um, let's see, they that last year I feel like um, Ja, to your point, being the team that loses to um the same whoever team every to whoever goes, I feel like last year was the first year that they really like had a a deep playoff run. Like every other time they've been like a first round exit. So I mean. This year would solidify themselves as like an Eastern Conference power. I feel like if they make another deep run and if they get to the finals somehow. So, you're talking about the Bucks, right? Yeah, the Bucks. I feel like when you talk about the East, though, there are only two viable options now that Kawhi Leonard went back to the West, and I feel like mm, I feel like the Raptors are still a viable option. No, the Celtics uh, are option. I don't. Sure. I don't see either of those teams getting over Milwaukee. In a seven-game series, well, for sure, I don't see the 76ers doing that for sure. I, I don't see them doing anything really. I see them exiting second round. I Celtics, think like the 76ers have yeah, a better okay. chance than the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think with the first of the Celtics, though, the only reason why I put them up there is just because of talent. The talent over what there is crazy. About? Um, well, with the Sixers, I actually want to get into them because we're we're now hearing that Ben Simmons is gonna get further testing on his back. And that's not sounding good because I'm seeing a lot of like I seen this one doctor on Twitter. He um I don't know if you guys see his YouTube videos. He usually breaks down the sports videos. I think, I, I believe his name is Doctor Brian. But he said he said that this sounds like um Simmons may have a stress fracture in his in his back. No, nah, don't so, not, not. next topic. Don't jack that. You want to do next week. <laughs> bro? I'm, I'm weak. Just, Yo, Dev like Philly now. I I'm just that. saying. I'm just saying, bro, that if he has a stress fracture in his back, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta readjust where we, um, where we place our expectations for Philadelphia this year. 
then. I can't even jack that though. So first, before I even begin, I want to say big prayers out to Ben Simmons. I hope everything's okay. Facts. I'm never one of those people who wishes injury on rival basketball players. Facts. Be a fantasy, real life, whatever the case may be. But I, do. I think the team gets <laughs> better I... without Ben Lowkey. Mm. And the reason I say that is because Joel Embiid gets to be Joel Embiid. And I feel True. like if you can have Joel Embiid being his best self, you're going to win any game. I mean, that goes both ways, though. Like, they limit each other. Yeah. But I feel like Ben Simmons ben limits Simmons Joel more. Some crazy numbers. And they were winning. Yeah, you ain't lying. But when Ben was running the show, their offensive um efficiency numbers were, like, at the bottom of the league. So that's something to take into consideration, too. I feel like they're 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 probably gonna have to move on with Ben Simmons, but it it it's hard to find somebody who's really gonna give the true value of Ben Simmons, which is, to be truthfully honest, a little bit of a LeBron with no jump shot. No, no it is literally LeBron. No, 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 no. That's too far. That's too far. That's too far. That's too far. Like no disrespect. I feel like Ben is better defensively. I don't know. What doesn't what doesn't he do that Bron does? We're not talking about. Come on, be honest now. No, I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that LeBron is one of the most preeminent investors of all time. And to say that Ben Simmons is him with no jump shot is we're saying a lot about him. Ben Simmons could do everything LeBron do in the paint. Bro, Ben Simmons is just a more athletic Lamar Odom, bro. <laughs> you know what? I like that, Rico. Yeah, I like crazy. it. Yo. Lamar like Odom did like not it. play defense. Or pass yeah, he did not. Ooh, yes, he, he did. Bro. He did do crack, but he did not. He did not. No, no Kat, why defense. you trying to bring that yeah. up? Why you trying to turn out a black king? Yeah. Nah, he's not a king. Kings will do crack. Um, Yo. <laughs> Like I was saying, Listen, um, all I'm gonna say is they both had a Kardashian and Ben made it through. That's <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot. No, not not comparing. Nah, nah, I can't. I can't right now. What about Blake? Because that Kardashian. Blake, you see, Blake is injured, right? He got the curse. Bro, Blake, bro, everybody bro, has done. gotten had curse. Bro, you Blake don't remember? Is done. What's yo, Robinson. Yo, what happened to um, Chris Humphries? Chris Humphries was never him. good though. He was never good. He, he was. Oh, Chris Humphries had a jump shot. He was decent. That's it. He was decent. He was always decent, but he was he one was of like, those he was overpaid. Like a Tristan Thompson. Yeah, that's exactly somebody who, he, somebody who he's, he's a white Tristan Thompson. Literally, <laughs> literally. But you know what? Chris Humphreys isn't a bait, and you you're never relying on Chris Humphreys. <laughs> there was a point where somebody was looking at TT like, "Yo, bro, can you make this layup? Maybe grab a rebound." And he just wasn't doing it. So I don't know, but I feel like uh, yo. <laughs> Yeah, I think the 76ers are better off trying to maybe package Ben and for Al Horford. There, there's maybe not a lot of people to get for Ben. Nah, you know what I'm what I'm hearing? What? Is that... I feel like you could go to a lot of young teams with Ben, like, yo, let well, me see that. Who are gonna give up though, bro? Because young teams have young stars. You could, what like, you could try like to do with Ben. Is... For ben. Honestly, try to, what I'm hearing you could try to, is you that... could do like what the Clippers did and grab a slew of draft picks. I mean, not the Clippers, OKC. But you think, you think Joel and B want to go from semifinals to rebuild? I wouldn't say rebuild, but I feel like in the upcoming drafts, there's somebody like the 76ers. They could do with Lamelo right now. What What I'm hearing is that if they get if they go through like an early exit, they might fire Brett Brown, and then they might also package Al Horford or Tobias Harris away. Like I don't think too many people want Al Horford. I mean, he is a good vet. 
True, but, but you mean, never know these yeah, days. Yeah, no. You never know. They shouldn't have let Jimmy ba- Butler walk. That was one they, of the best. That's exactly what they should not have. Done. Or JJ. They need that shooting, uh, too. Nah, you could have let JJ go. Because you, you could have signed like, for that level of shooting. Like, you don't need somebody who's going to sit there and really, as soon as he touches the ball, he's throwing it at the rim. Like, that that type of elite shooting. But, you feel me? You could, you could get something like a Robert Covington. He's not JJ, but he'll get you a couple. Wasn't Covington? I'm pretty sure he was there, wasn't he? He was. They traded him to Minnesota for Jimmy. Right. Oh. (laughs) Okay. But just like a Robert Covington-like player, it doesn't have to be him. All right. Um. Let's get into today's game. I don't know if we all watched it. Um. The Lakers versus the Celtics. It was a. uh, It was actually a great. I heard it was a great game. It was a great game. game. Till the till the last minute, where the refs ruined everything by blowing their whistle every five seconds for like little touch fouls reviews i mean there was one review where they were like looking out looking to see who the ball touched going out of bounds for, like, can i comment something real quick eight minutes yeah go ahead because there was a play where there was a go time mm-hmm. lebron complained back. lebron and complained for it and that's crazy we never spoke about Le- lebron complained about? to get the get the call um changed to a block and they changed it to a block wow yeah Speaking of go tense, what happened to my boy Dame is not acceptable. That's that disgusting. was not acceptable. That was that, that, that was, was not okay. How many weeks ago is that? that? I feel okay. like we talked no, about. No, 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 no. That's no, not. We okay. never did. We did. It's been no, a legitimate point in the NBA where they say if the ball touches the backboard, it doesn't matter if it touches the backboard and someone touches it after that. It's a goal tense. Why so couldn't they I don't even that? know what we were looking at. Anybody? I don't even know what we were looking at. It was some rule, some dumb rule to add it. It was oh, um, no, they didn't review it. You can't review a goaltend if you don't call it a goaltend on the goaltend. So that's stupid, though. Yeah, I get. It. So they never called that's it a goaltend to begin with. That's no, Kevin, so you know it? what it is. The game is wait. Was the game over already? Basically, like basically that happened the in play. the game. Like nah, there no was still, like, still an inbound after that. Oh yeah, yeah true. Oh, okay, okay. I mean that it make what. What they're saying makes sense, but at the same time, not calling a goaltend was not okay. True. I, mean, and I don't, I I don't see why they couldn't review that. Like, regardless of the fact that that should be something like yeah, they got changed that rule. Like, you yeah, know, but what's but especially if they do change the, the rule, what is the criteria for for, right, for okay? For maybe we called, missed it. Let's review. You have to. You have to. You have to call it. You have to call it a goaltend on the floor. The refs never called right. it a goaltend on the floor. That's what I'm saying. So if you got to call it they a goaltend They got to change that rule then. I feel like okay. that's what they got to do. So just for goaltending? Yeah. I mean, because I mean, everything I mean, else. Everything. everything, everything no, because, every, because every call is, um every call can be reviewed if you either challenge it or if it's called that on the floor and then like um they, they're unsure or, or if all the refs are unsure about it, then they go to review. But um, going back to today's game, Jason Tatum, he dropped 41 points, um, tied his career high. And I feel like we need more Sunday afternoon games because, like, I feel like that would help the ratings of the NBA, and it would just be better product for us, too, especially if they keep putting these elite matchups, like good teams playing Mm -hmm. each other on Sunday afternoons like they did today. This is another point that I made and I brought to Twitter. The NBA needs to start mimicking the NFL, and then mm-hmm. they're going to start to get those NFL ratings. Just like how the NFL has days of the week that are set out for football, no matter what happens. 
we don't care if it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. You're getting this football game. And that's what the NBA has to do. The NBA just has to be like, yo, Fridays, Friday night, somebody's playing somebody. And you want to I feel watch like they do that already, games. sort of, but they just no, they do it on, for Thursdays. It's, it's not Thursdays. on national it's not it's not on cable. Like it's it's on it's on cable TV. I'm like my thing with ABC is ABC is like a channel that's for lo- like it's a local channel, so everybody gets mm-hmm. it everywhere across the nation. Right. So that's the reason why, because some people don't have cable, so they don't watch those games that are on like TNT or ESPN. They get to watch. Right. That's why football has the advantage because they play on like NBC, Fox. Yeah, they put, they put that on news channels. Yeah, exactly. The channels that are for like everybody has, no matter if you have cable or not. So I feel like if the NBA goes back to like having the ABC games, like like they used to, like consistently, then. Yeah. Then the ratings will go up, but I mean they do have the games on ABC like during playoff times and stuff like that, especially the yeah. finals. The finals is always on ABC, so that's not I a problem don't, with the N- NBA there. I usually don't come on this podcast making hot takes, but <laughs> we gonna have to pack up Adam Silver. Mm, that's a real hot take. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not super excited in what he turned the NBA to. Like David Stern took the NBA from. Level one took it to level two, level three, and I don't feel like Adam Silver is taking this from level three to level four to level five. I feel like I mean they're trying to they're trying to add international teams and stuff like that, and they're bringing up new ideas. So I think you should take a chance and give it some more time. David Silver for years. You can't Adam Silver has a lot of good ideas, but and he has some ideas. I like I like him as a person. So I feel as if I don't know. I don't think he's doing a bad job. Really, I think the Raiders is down because you know people are injured. I, you can't be mad at that. People are injured. Nah. People get injured in sports all the time. It's hard to it's hard to mimic what David Stern did at top it. Yeah, because David Stern did a lot of work it. at the time he came in compared to now. But I feel like there's a lot more that the NBA definitely needs. That's why they're and trying I, to do a little mid that midseason tournament stuff like that. You know, trying to change certain stuff up. So yeah, but a midseason tournament is that, that was the improvement. That True. was that was definitely an improvement. If it, and if this wasn't his idea, that, that mm. too. And if and we can make the legitimate argument that may his soul forever rest in peace, the goat. If Kobe never passes away, that this never even happens. Probably. Like what? What never happens? No, yeah. The, the end. So uh, like, like the format change. Oh, definitely. Right? Kobe never passed away. That would never happen. But no, no, yeah, Dev, Dev, you repeat what you just said. Yeah, because I did CB, say that. CB three wanted wanted to be thirty five. 35 was supposed to be originally 35. I think when I'm Kobe passed, it wasn't because of Kobe. Yeah, when Kobe passed, that's when they changed it to 2024. Yeah, I feel like so they, they changed the format the and then Kobe passed. So they 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 lowered the they lowered the number to 24. Yeah, but things well, like the jersey, the trophy being renamed, stuff like that would wouldn't have changed if he was still alive. Wouldn't have changed. Well, yeah, I don't. I just feel like there there are aspects of the NBA that need deep reflecting and can be changed. And I feel like Adam Silver is just he's not being as diligent as he could into transforming the NBA into the next level of NBA. Like I feel like one, I don't know. Maybe maybe we're just being maybe maybe we're just being a little impatient. Maybe it's something that's gonna be like a work in progress in the next four or five years. That we just don't know about yet, cause, cause like even like small things like he lowered the draft age, and then soon there's gonna be those um, 
next year's draft is going to be a double draft. I heard where like high school prospects are going to be like be able to be involved. All right, in the draft, yeah. So. I mean, so we, got, we got things changing there, and then there's going to be a whole bunch of other things. That but you can make the well. you can make the legitimate argument that not drafting players out of high school is not only better for the players but better for the NBA. True. Because what about the Kwame Brown? Not everybody coming out of high school is going to be LBJ, Kobe True. Bryant, Kevin Garnett. True, yeah. and I want to I want to speak I want to speak on the draft because that's our last topic for today. Um, we're going to talk about the mock draft. I don't know if anyone's been watching college basketball all that much this year. I mean, yeah, it's not, it hasn't been, it hasn't been that, this year. it hasn't been that entertaining this year. Yeah, because I'm not windmilling. Entertainer. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, we got, we got 28 today. That's nice. Facts. But um, yeah, we got, um, so ESPN put out a, a recent mock draft. Um, they got Cleveland picking number one and picking up Anthony Edwards out of Georgia. I think we all seen wow. him play. That guy's a monster. Yeah, I ain't hear um, too much about him in high school. You know, obviously he's doing good. Yeah, but I think with the they they have Cleveland picking him. I guess he's another um, guard. I guess they just have him. They have Cleveland picking him there because of um, talent. They're, like Cleveland's just looking to pick up talent at this point. Like it doesn't matter. Um, what the fit is, as we were talking about earlier, they're like a rebuilding team, so it doesn't matter who you're picking at this moment. So, I want to see if we got, don't get the pick because I still believe that they was rigging draft picks back in them days. Oh yeah, that boy David to. Griffin, he be working. Had to. That's how David Griffin got it with the Pelicans. Yeah, nah, the Pelicans did not deserve. Yo, if they gave that first draft pick, wait, <sighs> what? What pick did LA get? I, they what? got like three first picks in five years, something like that. LA have four? Yeah, LA had four in this year's draft, but they traded it to um the Pelicans, the Pelicans. I think. Yeah. For AD? Yeah, it was in the AD package, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't I don't like to backtrack into last year's moves, but like they should have never traded for AD. They should have just let him walk in. He just come to LA. True, but I mean they see it seemed like AD might look like he might be interested in going to Chicago. I don't know if you missed seeing those rumors. Oh um, no, bro! What is he gonna? What is he gonna do over there? Play with Zach Levine and Kobe White? I mean, he, wanna, he says he wants to go home. So I mean, if he go home, which I can't say, like he's just gonna. I don't. I don't think he's gonna go from contender to rebuild. I mean, with that team, is playoff team, but it's it's first round exit team. No, that's a guaranteed first round exit. Who who he gonna beat on the Bulls? <laughs> like, Anyways, back to the mock draft. We got um Golden State at number two picking up James Wiseman out of Memphis. I think this this Ooh. is probably like this is probably the most um obvious pick, I guess. Not obvious, but like it just makes the most sense. Cause you know, oh. the Warriors the Warriors have their 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 four starters kind of locked. They they kind of need that man in the middle. And you kind of just pick up the best center available. So, see, but is he even the best center available? Because didn't he see, drop out of school? He did because yeah. of the he suspension. Get ready for the draft? Yeah. See, Another like, center I do know. have here is Onyeka Okongu, who used to play on Chino Hills with the Ball Brothers. And he's been oh, yeah. killing it in oh, USC God. right now. And he's, he's projected to be like a top five pick. So maybe Warriors pick him up, but he's like a small ball option. He's like 6'9. Yeah, I so just I need the Knicks to LaMelo me. So That's what I'm saying, and they have him here. Uh, we were supposed to get four. Zion. 
Yeah, I don't want to put that into the air. That was, that was the know. first pick. Lamelo might not go number one, so we got we got some chances. Yeah, Lamelo's like projected to be like four or five because like the way this year's draft is like the picks at the top they're picking more for like fit, and most of those teams they don't need that point guard necessarily. So that's why the Knicks might luck into getting Lamelo Ball. So, because at number three they have Atlanta picking up Isaac Okoro. He's a small forward out of Auburn. Atlanta has another great pick. Yeah, because they're horrible this year. Bro, they're playing. You need to drop Lamelo and trade him. I mean, you can do that. It's just not always a guaranteed trade. Then keep him. Nah, you can keep him and let him run the bench. Nah, you can't do that. Yeah, Why you, not? Don't draft, you don't draft something like that to run your bro, second you, unit. You're messing up his <laughs> progress, bro. Like you can't just draft people to hold him. It's not that you got. It's not that you got to draft people to hold him. But I don't think Lamelo's ready to get into the NBA and be like, "Yo, run this all." all right, let's yeah, get into Lamelo. He, he can run the offense, bro. Let's get into Lamelo because they got him at number four going to the Knicks. I feel like if you let RJ Barrett run the offense, he could run the offense. Yeah, yeah but that's the Knickerbockers. Okay, and that's where he projected to go. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like just having an electric point guard like that would just make the garden lively. Like they just need something like that to just project some energy in that building because it's been pretty dead. Like we thought we was getting something with Dennis Smith when we got him in the trade. He turned to no this did. year. No, we I did. do want to see the Bull brothers all play together. I still feel like it would be something special. That's just me though. I watched a lot of high school tapes of them. True. And I know and they I had know like they had like together. a synergy. That is high school and all that. But they had like a synergy together. Yeah, like, they know how to play together. Yeah. And some of the best chemistry. But I do want to oh. see that, but... All right, number five. Crossed on that one. But number five, we got um Charlotte picking up Denny Avija from Maccabi. He's from overseas. 6'9", small forward. Kind of reminds me of um Gallinari a little bit, or Saric, the way he plays. I know he could stretch the floor and he could take people off the dribble. I haven't seen that much of him, so I can't speak on him. But... Yeah, he's projected to go number five to Charlotte. I think Charlotte's just another team just, like, accumulating talent at this point because they got Terry Rozier. Where's, um, where's Vernon Carey and... Um, Vernon Carey is actually... Vernon Carey is actually projected to be a late first-round pick. Oh, what about Cash? Cash is um, Stanley? Yeah. He's projected to go mid-second round. Oh, Man, Cole Anthony not doing that well, I've seen. You Cole seen. Anthony is supposed to go, I think, 11th, they said. They're saying right now. How tall is Cole Anthony? 6'2"? Six 6'3". Six That's the reclass god right there. <laughs> <laughs> old enough to be somebody's father. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. But, um, yeah, we got six Minnesota. I don't know. It has them picking up Tyrese Maxey at Kentucky. I've actually seen him play. He's pretty good. But he's another 6'3 guard. Point guard, shooting guard. Guess you put him in the backcourt next to um not next to D'Lo, but like in the second unit, I guess. D they have number seven, Detroit picking up Onyeka Okongu, as who we spoke about before. I don't see him going that low, honestly. I don't know. It depends on the teams that are picking, because you know how the lottery is this year. They, is that a they, center? Yeah. He's six like nine. They need another center. Detroit? They need a point guard. They just gave up Andre Drummond, so but yeah, they just make it best available. And on top of that, um, I feel like that player isn't gonna go that that low, maybe because um, remember how the lottery is this year? It's um, 
they fix the the odds so like the odds are like whatever team it doesn't matter how bad you are like you could end up in the top four or three that's not fair it isn't but wait so like they want the to stop teams from champions could end up in the top five no no it's okay. just, so it's saying? just no i mean like remember how last year how like the pelicans got number one uh-huh. they fixed the odds so like the odds for each team aren't like you know how they use they used to have like three worst teams used to have the um like some crazy have, like, ass super... percent like 17 yeah, it... 17 17 and then the next person got like three yeah they changed it where like it's a little more evened out and that way like it stops teams from tanking that's the reason why they did it so it was like mm-hmm. all the all the bad teams have like more of an even chance of getting it, it's sort of yeah sort of First round exits too. Non-playoff teams. Okay. Wait, question. Mm-hmm. Should there be a penalty for just consecutive losing season? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what that, that that's kind of what the issue was with the process in Philadelphia. Like they were intentionally losing year after year, and that's why a lot of people didn't like it and they had issue with it. But they would get smoke, son. And and not even that, they removed the GM who was in charge of that team, and they the league put a person in charge of that team after they removed the person. <laughs> wow. So, they say, yeah, so you're going to take you all and put a baby sit over here. Yeah, that's that's, I've been hoping they would do that with the Knicks at some point, just like with <laughs> yeah, James please. Nolan, but like... But anybody oh, but Nolan. But you know what it is? Six years ago, six years ago, six years ago, though, we was in... The playoffs, like I went to a playoff game for one of my birthdays. True, we ain't True. win, but like <laughs> well, we was in the semifinals. Right, that's the furthest we got with the Pacers. Yeah. Oh, the second round, yeah. Jr. So we and them we finally beat Boston, and then yeah. Mello was and that was a whack Boston team. too. That was a whack Boston. That was Mellow Mello prom. I just don't feel like they built enough around them. They didn't do anything. They just the got second Mello best player was a Murray Stoudemire. No, it was but JR because Stoudemire was done after after that first. After he year punched the hydrant, yeah. After like... he punched the hydrant, he was super. <laughs> yeah, he was super. Yeah, he was done after that. <laughs> like, bro, and then they had the nerve to trade him so he could retire there, bro. He was retiring wherever he was at. He didn't do a thing for that organization. <laughs> but yeah, back to the big three. Like what? <laughs> yo, let me get me started on Stoudemire. Yo, yo, Dad, Dad, don't do that because Mel- Melo was two weeks away from. <laughs> Not from even the number one big three agent. I don't want to hear that. Not even. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Mello was about to be the, the Blazers same. been trying to get him. He was just weighing his options. That's it. He'd be like weighing options. He took yeah, a year between the big three to work on his between skills. the big three and the bench. Jacking out of that. And he had thirty four today. Yo, we gonna do uh, this. How much John Wall had today? <laughs> oh, word, uh, word. All right, speaking of Washington, this mock draft actually has them picking a point guard. Um, Tyrese Halliburton at Iowa State, six five. Let me get out of I don't know, but they might be trying to. I think Washington. Washington, you picking up a small forward, and that's it. We've been picking up small forwards, and them small forwards ain't working either. Now, all the quarter wasn't that bad, bro. Y'all. They work bro, for the other team they go Kelly to. Ubre, and then he broke out. <laughs> and then they yeah. gave up Otto Porter. Nah, Otto Porter's Yo, a Yo, do you know how many small forwards really came through the NBA and was supposed to be that guy? Yeah, that's like the a most lot, drafted man. position, I feel like. Either that Speaking or the bigs. 
in Chicago, they got him picking Obi Toppin. So who's that? He's a he's a power forward at a Dayton six nine. Mm-hmm. Obi Toppin. Forward. Yeah, his name I is feel Obi like Toppin. The Wendell, the Kobe, and the, um, the Zach Levine is, is okay. They need a small forward. Bro, Lori Markkinen took one of the biggest steps back I've ever seen in my life. Yo, don't even get me started on that. Don't even get me started on him. Their whole coaching system is just a mess over there, but I don't even want to get into Chicago right now because that's just a... Yeah. Anyway, you get injured, it's tough to bounce back from that. That's not something you expect. Yeah, nah, it is hard to bounce back from injury. With Lowry? Uh, just in like just in general, depending on the injury, mm. it could just be really not not just bad for the physical. I don't think the coaching staff did like that many favors, though. It definitely didn't, but it's not just the coaching staff; it's front offense. What free agent went to Chicago ever? Buddy AD. I'm thinking. <laughs> nah, Rico be like, yeah, nah, D Wade went. Yeah. Oh yeah, and how did that go? <laughs> like, some people over Rondo. Yo, you didn't ask Rondo how they went. go. You asked where free agent went there. He went there, bro. Okay, Kev, we're talking about a tired, washed up DA, D Wade, a tired, washed up Rondo, and almost a tired, washed up Mellow. You just named three washed up cats. So what? Yeah, yeah, Mello, Mello ain't voting for agency. Let's let's go back. The, let's go back bro. to the let's go back to the mock draft. Let's stop talking about aged veterans. Um, let's talk about the let's talk about the new blood that's coming in. Um, we got Phoenix at number ten picking up Nico Mannion, probably right. out of Arizona. Okay. Oh, that's the, um the uh, the guard, the yeah. redhead. Yeah, right oh, yeah, he's nice. He that's the Vince right something. there. Yeah, well, Mike McClung, he he entering the draft this year. Don't know yet, he, but if he, he does, he still play basketball. Yeah, he, he plays well at Georgetown. Georgetown right now. He's still like, taking layups. Bro, what? Nah, Duncan, you wallet. You're crazy. That's Matt McClung. You ain't seen nah, yes, nah. It's ball is big I saw him dunking in yeah, high man. school. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the He's same not on the mock draft though. But you you telling me you watching you watching Georgetown games? He's not no. on the mock draft though. Boy, that, that boy Jelly Fan JQ posted me out of Georgetown. Who? JQ, love you. He's at Alabama. Wash, son. Was Alabama. He Who? JQ, he transferred to another school. Yeah, he's he, he got um, some, some smaller school. Same, same thing with um, Mashak, um, Sharif. Yeah, he Shaq, doesn't um, go to LSU, to LSU now? LSU. Yeah. 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 Trying to be like his daddy. Mm-hmm. I mean, what you want him to... Nah, he shouldn't have went to LSU. That's too much pressure. He not Shaq. <laughs> he's not Shaq at all. He nah, no disrespect to him. He will never be Shaq. Shaq was seven three three fifty. All right, let's let me just finish up the the mock draft lottery. I just want to do the lottery and then we could end this. Cause then um we got Sac. We got Sacramento. Um, they got the um they have them picking an eleventh. Cole Anthony. We we talked about that. We got the Pelicans mm-hmm. picking up Killian Hayes out of uh, France. Six five point guard. A lot of point guards they got going in the early rounds. I don't know why. A lot of these teams don't really need a point guard right now. And then um, San Antonio, they have them picking up RJ Hampton out of New Zealand. So, how do you feel about RJ Hampton possibly going to the Spurs? I don't, I don't know what the Spurs are doing right now, but uh, I mean, I, from what I know, I think he plays defense. Yeah, it seems like a player Popovich would want. Yeah. 
I don't know what he was saying with that Lonnie Walker though. <laughs> Lonnie Walker's not bad. Don't do that. He's not bad. They just don't play him a lot. He's not he's, good either. He's, he's, nah, he's good. He's actually low key. He had a few good games. He's still, he's still young too. He, he probably like a late bloomer like Victor Oladipo for all we know. Yeah. But Victor was really a late, 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 late. That class was looking very. Giannis is the only thing that's holding that class up right now. Giannis and, and Gobert. So, so, but um, to finish out the lottery in this mock draft, we actually have Boston, who has Memphis's pick this <laughs> year, picking in the nice lottery now. once again. <laughs> if Memphis somehow falls out of eighth, the eighth playoff spot, they would get fourteen. And this mock draft has them picking up Theo Maladon, a point guard out of France, another point guard. Six. No, don't guard. they already have Kemba? Didn't they draft Chris Carson too? Um, yeah. Carson Edwards. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. They did. Carson Edwards, yeah. Oh, yeah, they have to pick up another point guard. Yeah, but they have to pick up another point I just got some breaking news as well, y'all. Melo also hit the game winner. Oh, nice. (laughs) But continue. That's Um, it for the mock draft lottery, but any of y'all have opinions on the top 14 picks? Wait, were the Celtics 14 or 15? 14. Um, I don't like the draft pick from the Celtics. I'm not digging the point guard draft. I feel like the Celtics are really deep. So, That's yeah, if I was the Celtics, exactly I'm going big, man. If they were smart, what they try to do is maybe ship off an asset, see if they can get – because they have a lot of players on their team that are worthy of minutes somewhere. So I feel like mm-hmm. they could probably trade up, maybe get a better center, or they can take their pick, package it with um one of their many assets because, they ha- again, they have good players on their team. And see if they can make a – uh, see if they can make a good trade for a, I wouldn't say elite level because it's going to be hard but maybe not like a Clint Capella but like a LaMarcus Aldridge if the Celtics could get their hands on a LaMarcus Aldridge that'll definitely add a lot to their spacing and offensive capabilities but I guess they're well rounded offensively so maybe a defensive presence might be a little bit better so we'll see okay and that's it for this week's episode y'all thanks for listening make sure y'all subscribe leave the five star rating follow us on twitter at fbl nba pod and check out the website thefastbreaklayup.com and that's it